Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plots. And you know what? Tonight was very unexpected because my players ended up doing a thing that I didn't expect and therefore I had to write stuff about. So now there are the consequences of that. <laughs> really? What did you not expect us to do? Was not expecting you guys to just let Sophia be taken all the way to her homestead. Really? You no. thought we were going to fight? I thought you would try your damnedest to stay away from here. And tonight I'm going to show you why. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> bugger, but bugger, fuck. Perhaps I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, all those people you just heard talking were Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle, my uh, lovable cohorts. Hello. Hello. How are we doing? And as always, they will be playing... Tommy the Gunslinger, Sophia the Monster Hunter, and Rogar the Paladin. Mm. For now, till I die. Mm. Wow. We'll see. We'll see. We will Don't see. Don't worry. You've got a hero coming to save you. <laughs> <laughs> Need a hero <laughs> who eats some people a hero. <laughs> I was going, well, there's so many songs with hero in. I mean, I, I was I was going for the the, the Spider Man one. Oh yeah, the Czech Rogue one. See yeah. that hero, <laughs> so humorous. Draw on, yeah. But then, oh. then I'm imagining um, Rogar as emo Spider Man, and that's hilarious. <laughs> that is actually hilarious. <laughs> God, that was a shit film. Uh, yeah, that one was awful. It was atrocious. <laughs> But you know what's not atrocious? Our show. It's brilliant. Let's listen in. <laughs> Sit down, relax, grab a drink of your choice, and strap in, because yeah. it's going to be one hell of a ride. And to get you all prepared for that, let's do a little recap. So last week, my players were exhausted and surrounded by a pair of bounty hunters looking to take Sophia away from them. They schemed and plotted, and came up with an interesting little plan to attempt to turn the tables and get the jump on uh, Reinhold and Orthus. Unfortunately, they may have underestimated them, or maybe overestimated, them uh, overestimated themselves. As... We really never overestimate ourselves. <laughs> I, I think we were, just, we were just one combat too deep. Just we one. Were, yeah, yeah we, were just, we were just low on abilities and health, and... Yeah, we, 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 we tried to bite off more than we could chew. But so then, it was like the fourth combat in, a, in the day. Yeah, uh, with, 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 with like one short rest in the middle of it. Um, yeah. we, just, we just weren't prepped for that. And to be fair, I don't think any of us would have chosen that fight. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, any fight? I, I seem to remember one of you choosing that fight by shooting Reinhold in the face. Well, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the alternative was to, to just let <laughs> Sophia go with no fight whatsoever, which would just isn't in character. <laughs> no, it's true, it's true, and I Plain always appreciate. Type. I always appreciate when you guys stick to character. Yeah, yeah you don't like reward us though. <laughs> I reward you by not killing you. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't die. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> and as Tommy, Rogar, and Solara all went back to their townhouse to lick their wounds and plan for how to get Sophia back to them, they were met by someone who hasn't shown up directly in this podcast in a little while, a woman known as the Crimson Tongue. And sadly, she had captured Sven, their personal servant, who they kidnapped. 
and unfortunately demanded that, well, payment was somewhat due for her coming up and helping them out. As it turned out, Sven was going to betray them, and she stopped Sven. Sven Sven has supplanted Steve in my list of most hated people now. (laughs) Yeah. You hear that, Steve? (laughs) You're shit. You're you're not as bad as Sven, the NPC. Because, (laughs) do you know what? We gave that motherfucker a job. (laughs) Tommy's an equal opportunities employer, right? (laughs) 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 Well, now Sven's dead. (laughs) Yay! Tommy had a few revelations revealed to him by Rogar and by the conversation between himself and the creepy woman who terrified you all. And then y'all decided to go to sleep. As Handrel came in about two hours later telling you where he, well, basically tracked Sophia to. And Rogar seemed to be relatively familiar with the area he'd lost Reinhold and Orthus in. Yeah, I'd like to think so. You know, been there before. Yeah. You've been, you've been there. You've never been inside, though. But you have been there. Yeah. And there, as Sophia found out, as she was led up to a grand courtroom, turned out to be the estate of House Landron. Her birth parents. Mm-hmm. Who she Swat. ran away from. And tonight, let's find out exactly why. Really don't know what you expected us to do last time. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not sure either. Uh, I think I think we we, we we did we did the best we could. I thought you did all right. We, we we had. I think we we we, we caused um, one of the bounty hunters some pretty pretty tasty wounds. But yeah, I think it's always a bonus when we have to make cooks and write extra shit. It, it shows we're doing our jobs as it, players. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but it also <laughs> means that we probably are going to suffer some horrible fate as, you know, now we have to try and save Sophia. And I, judging by the last noble house that we went into, it's, it's probably not going to be, like, an easy yeah. thing to do. Yeah, the last uh, noble house was, like, they were, like, cheap nobles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Epic heist movie, guys. Come on. Except what we're doing is instead of sort of lifting some jewels or some some gold, we're we're, we're rescuing a, an ally and compatriot. I'm it's gonna, it's get... any movie that is like that. Well, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm suddenly I'm, stuck. I'm I'm, 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 what I'm what I'm doing is I'm trying to mix like sort of um, Saving Private Ryan with Ocean's Eleven kind of thing. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a blend. It's it's not it's not one genre. You know. So a shit yeah. film then. Yeah, it's not necessarily going to be a shit film. You cast some good people in it. It'd be awesome. Say, Rogar's, Rogar's definitely in between Tom Hanks and George Clooney. He's got the look. He's got the skill. And he's a hero. Um, uh, I mean, he, he could be in between the two of them, standing out like a sore thumb, if you like. But Dude, not, get off Twitter. He's nothing like either of them. Uh, well, then, with that under wraps, let's begin, shall we? So, last we left off, Tommy had gone to bed, Rogar had decided not to wake him up or do anything further, and gone to bed as well, and as had Handrel and Solara. So did that... she make up a bed for Solara at all, or you just left her to it? She stole oh, yours. She's... Oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. She, she didn't steal Anseers or anything? Makes sense. No, she just basically did, uh... walked into the first room she found, and I decided that was yours as she went there. Okay, that's fine. Did, did Anseer even really have time to stay there? Yeah, he had a room. He kind of turned up like 
after everything, didn't he? And helped us try and get rid of the um, the curse. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. And then he nearly died. <laughs> <laughs> Only nearly. Yeah, I know, I know. Kind of a sign of things to come, really. But Yeah, nearly died. Know. Two episodes later, died. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't have, you didn't have a lot of fun since we got this house, really. <laughs> He yeah. n- nearly died, got heavily singed, died. Three episodes <laughs> of Ansir. <Unseer. laughs> he, he was never meant for home ownership. <laughs> right. Oh. right. So, I'm guessing we all wake up at a similar time, or is Tommy going to wake up earlier because he went to sleep earlier? You, I'll say for the sake of things, Tommy does wake up first, but you all wake up roughly after midnight. First off, Tommy, so I don't forget, roll me a d4. I shall. And let's see what you get. Ooh. Come on. One. Decisions. Decisions. Two. I got a two. two. Now, let me just... While you, while you continue talking, let me just remind myself of what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little while since we've had a day. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a four. It was just, just a day in general. It's, yeah. it's been a few sessions since we slept. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you remember? Yep. Cool. Interesting indeed. Yep. So, that happens for you guys, but you know that's eight hours in the future. Why focus on that? Sophia. Hello. Hello. You are led into the grand courtroom of House Landrin. It looks pretty much exactly like you remember it. One of the your lasting memories of this whole estate is that nothing really changes around here. The same tapestries, the same paintings, the same banners, the same sigils, the same artwork and statues and all of it. It's all etched into your mind and everything is in the exact place it was before. But you didn't come to the courtroom too often because this is where your father would normally greet particularly important guests. And throughout your childhood and teenage years, you honestly didn't spend that much time with your father. He's someone who works a lot, disappears a lot, and though perhaps a source of dread in some ways, you didn't really interact with him much. In fact, to a certain degree, you tried to avoid interacting with him. But you can see him now sat on what is effectively a throne on top of a small dais uh, dais that's raised up off the ground, and you see a similar, slightly less ornate throne next to him of your mother, Ophelia. Now, she you did interact with a lot, and I think, I don't know how you want to play this personally, but I think most of your distaste for your family probably came from her. Yeah. But... Distaste for this place came from a lot of sources that we will probably get into shortly. You're led forward into the room along a long, rather fancy-looking carpet. Um, Your house, like basically the head butler, Joffrey, is leading up ahead and walks you to a spot before both your parents and turns to them and goes... Lord and Lady Landron, may I introduce your daughter, Sophia Landron? I think they know who I am. They did bring me here. One shouldn't shy away from etiquette. Oh no, heaven forbid. 
your mother and I'll describe what both your parents look like just for our for yourself and our audience. Your father is wearing your father looks older than his years. His his skin has always been kinda got that old man look to him. He's got a relatively long white beard and heavy mustache. Just about like his wealth has afforded him um riches in terms of clothing and like haircuts and bathing and all, all the things nobility would have in a world like this that other people wouldn't. So he looks kempt, but it almost looks like it's just something that happens to him, not something he pursues. He's wearing a long cape that kind of sits over both shoulders, and in fact I will show you all a picture for my players now, anyway. He's wearing general, like, official looking clothing. Um, covered in, like, little, um, bits of gold banding and little tassels and little sigils in places. It looks very officious. Looks like the sort of thing you'd expect him to wear at the council meetings for the city. Your mother, on the other hand, is dressed similar to what you remember her. A very, um, voluminous but, uh, ornate blue and black dress. Um, it's, it's probably worth more than most people's houses and she's got like one of those nets across hair that's been raised up you know with the uh, jewels and things on and you know from experience they're very much real jewels once again probably worth more than most people's houses she as you kind of respond to um joffrey she kind of gives you a withering look and says that will be all pensworth you can remove her manacles yes ma'am i will do so immediately, and he comes around and produces a key and unlocks the manacles from behind your back and takes them away and leaves you there with your parents. You brought me here? We did, yes. It seemed rumours came to us that you had returned to the city. I always feared that you may have died out there, but... Seems your silliness has finally come to an end and you have returned here. Why couldn't you just let me be? Let you be? Do you not understand your position in this city? You are a noble of one of the most powerful houses here. We cannot just let you go gallivanting off in the wilderness. What do you think that reflects well on us? (sighs) You You drew attention to me. No one knew I was... Sophia of House Landron. No one cared. It was you who brought me to the forefront of this city. As is your place. What? Next to you? Of course, dear. You are our child. This is how you are supposed to fit into society. Really, I would have thought all your lessons would have taught you this by now. Yes, all the lessons, all the etiquette. And where has it gotten me? Right well, here. Indeed Still it has. with you. Mm. Back here, so that you can be re-educated, and uh, hopefully this time you will learn something. Learn where my brother is? Do me an insight check. Just double-checking. I am talking to Philia, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Your father hasn't yeah. said anything yet. He's just sort of peering Neat. at you. Mm. Um, insight. Go! Eleven. Eleven. Let me roll something. Mm-hmm. 
You... When you mention your brother, you notice your mother's eye flicks towards your father with a little bit of a distasteful or even hateful glance for a second. And then she looks back to you and goes, Your brother, I am reliably informed, is deceased. Following after you in your foolish little games. So, you've seen a body? As you say that, um... Your mother looks like she's about to response, but then, uh, respond, but then you hear a voice come from behind your father's throne. A man steps out. A rather well-dressed man. He looks a bit like a noble himself in terms of how he's he looks. He has a long um, golden walking stick with actual little jewels around the top of it. And you see he carries a, a small dagger at the waist, but it almost looks like an affectation rather than anything else. He has pointed ears that remind you of an elf, but it's you can't actually see his face at the moment because he's wearing a mask very similar to the one of your house. It's a a grinning mask, but his seems to be adorned almost more like a... You know the... Um, I think it's Happiness and Tragedy from the uh, theater? Mm-hmm. Yep. His looks more like the Happiness one. Like it's, it's like your father's, but a little bit more showy. Right. I think uh, the Happiness one is a little bit more sinister. Well, maybe. <laughs> and he steps out. And you hear his voice kind of... It's almost like he's whispering, but you hear it very clearly. And he, he walks out from, as I say, behind your father's throne and goes, I can assure you nobody was found. We did our utmost to ensure that we searched every part of the city. You sort of recognize this man. You have met him probably once, maybe twice in your entire life. You know, as a child, you didn't really know what he did, but you know, knew his name was Nahar. As you've grown up, you realize that this man probably works as some sort of spy for your father. You realize, like, when he stepped out, he was almost invisible. Like, you didn't realize anyone was there whatsoever. So I know his name. You know his name, but you really don't know him very well. Nahar, still the faithful minion, I see. Quite. And I do my job very well. Apparently not, since you haven't found a body. That's because there is no body to find. How can there be no body to find? Bodies disappear. I swear you didn't look hard enough. It's the only reason why I'm back. If you had done your job properly, I wouldn't be here. If you just help me find his body, I will leave the city. I will stop being an embarrassment to you. Just, I I came for David, that is ill. As you finish saying that, you hear a voice come from behind you. And you hear uh, feet rushing very quickly towards you. Like, um... And you hear a voice go, Ah, Sophia! Sophia, is that you? Ah, I'm so glad to see you at home. So happy, so, so happy. I thought you were dead, like your brother. (laughs) It's nice to see you back here alive and well. Uh, As you turn, you see a man in full jester garb, uh, like purplish jester garb with quite a fancy kind of waistcoat, 
around with a long piece of cloth tying it together. And he actually has like a little jester staff and like build um, a hat on as well. He has like a very sallow and gaunt face, like almost like pulled very tight against his skull. And you recognize a man who you've always hated. <laughs> whose official title was Song Weaver, and his name was Marcel, even though he never really sang any songs, you didn't really get why that was his name. But strange man who never really seemed to make much in the way of jokes. But he did used to put dead animals in your bed when you were a child, so you do hate this man with every fiber of your being. I was, I was, I was, I was expecting you to call him Cicero, but that's just me. He sounds like a sex pest. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Much like Cicero. Yeah. Yeah. He, Cicero was a necrophile. This guy, not sure yet. Not sure yet. Fair enough. Oh, excellent. All the fucking players are here now, aren't they? What are you doing here? Oh, I just came to bear witness to your glorious return. Oh, it is such a joyous day. Because Please you know... <laughs> oh, I'll go away soon enough. I just had to. I just had to watch. I turn my back away from him. Okay. As you do so, and as you turn around, you see him stood in front of you. I turn again. And back on the other side. Have you learnt new parlor tricks? Oh, I always had a ton of parlor tricks, my dear. Oh, so quickly you forget. Perhaps I'll show you a few later. We can sit around and tell jokes like the old days. Jokes? He was was definitely a pedophile. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes? I don't recall any jokes. I don't recall the... I recall the dead animals you put in my bed. Oh, the greatest of jokes. So happy, so one so young and full of life to be greeted by death every day. What's funnier than that? You evil, evil man. Ah, <laughs> uh, now you're getting in the spirit. As um, Marcel kind of begins to start berating you again, or making his jokes as you know them to be, you, for the first time since coming here, hear your father speak. Enough, Marcel. And he gives you a Marcel gives you a grin and sort of does a very um, subservient bow to you and kind of almost does a little backflip backwards and takes a, a, a seat on the sidelines. Your father looks at you and just goes, I want to hear it in your own words. Why did you leave? I have three reasons. One of the reasons is sat next to you and I look at Ophelia. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons is to the other side of you. Now look at Nahar. And then, and the last reason is behind me, mocking me and bowing. I don't even turn around to, to acknowledge him. I see. I know my court has always disturbed one of your sensibilities. But you must understand that when one wields power, one brings under their wing individuals who 
know how to apply it. Perhaps I failed to teach you that lesson. I will not fail a second time, however. It is your power, not mine. This is true. Why should I have to live among these sycophants? Why must I be here as I am such a disgrace to the family? Because I say that you will. Yeah, I got nothing for that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Sophia just stares insolently. Yeah. Yeah. As you're staring insolently at him, you notice your father signals slightly with his hand, and you hear another person approach. You hear the heavy footfalls of someone you do recognize, because though you tried to avoid your father's court as much as possible, those who are basically his most loyal retainers, this one you did see around the estate very often, as they are the master of the guard is a female tiefling called Andara. She approaches wearing the same sort of armor you remember her in before. It's kind of black with bits of red on the underbits and then like edging in iron. She's carrying her usual staff, uh, spear. As she approaches, she kind of goes down on one knee for your father and like bows her head. It seems my daughter is in need of re-education. Take her to Dr. Trask. And Dara goes, Yes, master. Come. And she stands up and basically points the spear at you. Let me go. What? Why put me through this? Why put yourself through this? Get no response. Uh, do you attempt to stop, like resist or anything? Yes, I will. Because um, I'm guessing I know who that guy is. Which guy? The, the doctor. Yeah, oh yeah, you are fucking terrified of the doctor. Exactly. Nobody, so, nobody wants to see the doctor. Yeah, so I will fight. Well, struggle at least. Um, so you do have your hands free, so like it's would you if you were to try fight her for the weapon? I would say. Yeah, I could try that. Uh, I mean, well, what? as yeah. you, so you start, do it right away or in the corridor, as you start resisting, she does crack you in the stomach with the spear the flat end of it, and with a 17? Ooh. Uh, they've taken everything away from me, haven't they? You have your basic armor, but you don't have any weapons now. Mm, yeah, that hits. You take... Um, she hits you with the flat intent... Uh, with, like, the butt of the weapon intentionally, so you're not going to take what would have been the full damage, but you do take eight points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, joy. And it starts... You just, like, you feel like the butt of the spear just crack you square in the stomach and you just double over in pain. I still resist. It's better for me to be unconscious while I meet um, the doctor. Or dead. So you do, you're not going willingly? No. Okay. As you say that, Andara looks at you and goes, You should come along quietly and do as you're told. Make a DC 14 wisdom saving throw. Oh, that's the first time I've had to do that. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I just press save on the button. Yep. Yeah. Ten. Ten. You are charmed for one day. Ah, fuck. One day? That's pretty powerful. Yeah, it is. 
you will so the charm target obeys the creature's spoken commands if the target suffers any harm from the creature or receives a suicidal command you can repeat the saving throw okay cool and yeah but it's not gonna be her that's gonna kill me is it well you've been told to follow along and as she says that the words of kind of wash over you and you start to try to resist but your mind just kind of crumbles and you suddenly remember oh yeah and ours my friend i should do what whatever she says i i should listen i should i should do what she tells me to do and you kind of get this almost like glassy look in your eyes sounds and, good yeah well <laughs> not much you can do there no yeah. no so you are led away from the courtroom. Fuck getting charmed. <laughs> <laughs> At least for a day. I mean, I yeah, mean that's quite like, a Solara can do something. She can suggest stuff. And you can, uh, jump, yeah. That's a one-word command, not a. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, char- charm, charm is charm is 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 pretty powerful, but that's, that's ex- ex- exceptionally powerful. Mm. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I will say this, uh, from your memory of your father's court, there were, apart from the doctor not being there directly, there was one other member who did not show up for this little meeting. Really? Just so, because you would know this, um, his personal arcanist, uh, a man called Willem, was not there. Okay. And you are led away. And just for Sophia's knowledge, because this is her house and she would know all of this, I will describe the many kind of areas of this homestead for you, your uh, grand estate. These are all the rooms and areas that are within the main building, because there are multiple buildings. This place is massive. So for yourself, there's the main courtroom, which is what you were just in. There's the grand hall, which is where you would entertain guests. Like, that's where the massive, like, table, and they bring out all the fancy food and all the things like that. And uh, then there's a few smaller dining halls for, you know, maybe either more intimate situations or less important guests. There's a library, which is incredibly well stocked, which you're quite reasonably familiar with. There is uh, Arcanist Willem's lab. There's the doctor's lab, which you are on your way to right now. There is a barracks, a training ground, which has both indoor and outdoor facilities, an observatory, a bathing hall, a solarium, your family crypt... The gardens, and there are four spires on top of the building, one of which the entire spire is technically considered your room. Oh, that's quite nice. The other one was David's room, the third one is your parents' room, and the last one is your father's study. Hmm. So no sex dungeon or... Well, you didn't go downstairs too often. There might be not, a not, not that you're aware of. I mean, come on, you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> How long have I been away? Um, I don't think you ever wrote it into your backstory, but I always yeah. worked on the theory you were away for a few years. Years, like it yeah, wasn't. Like, yeah, like when you were um, not decades or anything stupid. No, no, because um, David's not been gone that long, so yeah. it's it's only been a few years. Mm. Uh, which is where we're going to leave off with Sophia for the moment. So oh, in like the future, fuck. Tommy, you've woken up. Oh. Oh, so this has happened while they're asleep. Okay. Yeah, because here's the thing: you left you left Sophia alone for eight hours. Yeah, you did. Well, I mean, we kind of had to. I, oh, oh, yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> you had to, but you left her alone for eight hours. A lot can happen yeah. in eight hours. Yeah, yeah it can. Oh, yeah. 
she could already Am I escape. Am insane? Uh, let's hope not. Well, she could be dead by now. You don't know. You could be insane. You could be dead. Well, I, I could I, actually work for your dad. I honestly, but who knows? I honestly th- think the only way that she could die is if she chooses to. At this point, it does seem like they want her back in some yeah, way. The for some was reason a, was quite large as well. So yeah, it, 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 it was dead or that... alive. So I, I guess I guess they would have settled for dead. But now they've got her back. They want to actually try and re-educate her and have her as a member of the of the court potentially. Um, I well, guess. Yeah, it sounds like she's the only one left to carry it on. So. Yeah, and and to maybe marry off for political gains or something, or or maybe even take over. But who knows? That's they a want, thought. They... That marry Sorry? off for political gains. That is a thought. Yeah. Who the what... fuck would I marry? Well, there's obviously going to be. Cren. Well, maybe not him, but he's you've got a son or something. Is it? You know, it's is that's that's kind of how daughters are viewed in sexist societies like this so i'm guessing that's that's kind of what i'm getting from this very I don't sort of, think it ne- well is it necessarily sexist or is it just well it's, it seems it seems very very paternal led yes well, any, I, any any women on the court but that might be wrong or at least not many um technically well andara is female she's a female tiefling Mm. True. Yeah, I mean, it's not um, it's not as not as sexist as actual history, but yeah, I would say I'd say it's it's less so much sexist and more nobles treat their children as commodities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, like Matt is right. Like you would be potentially married off, or you would be sent somewhere to do a thing, but it would be expected that you would just do it because you are owned by your family. Yeah, yeah. and the whole mask thing really creeps me out. Mm. Like. Every time I had to leave, like, if I wanted to go out in the sunshine, I'd have to be wearing a fucking mask with the sigil on, which is really quite creepy. It is. It's mm. really creepy. So, um, yeah, backstory to how much I hate this family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm awake. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I, I think my first thing is to kind of go downstairs see if anybody else is awake find out um yeah what what basically decide what we're going to do what the plan is um because i've obviously not spoken to handrel since he's got back I assume he's got back safe uh so yes yeah, so i'm going to put some clothes on because tommy sleeps naked and um as is established yeah yes. which, which which he does by clicking his fingers um and he's dressed suddenly uh, <laughs> yeah tommy's walked around with the wang out all the time no he's not uh, <laughs> uh he, but you wouldn't know he might be um so yeah so i just i yeah i, I come downstairs dressed uh in my kind of not not being hidden by my uh spell as it were uh, i'm just looking like i am so my slightly finer attire with my mask on and yeah, I'm guessing nobody else is up yet. I kind of sigh to realise that Sven isn't going to make us breakfast. And that, that's already put me in a bad mood this morning. Uh, so I kind of go into the kitchen and, and attempt to um, to make something to eat while I wait for the others to get up. Okay, you wait not too long, probably about half an hour, 40 minutes before... Rogar, Handrel, and Solara make their way downstairs. Solara actually gets to you first, but uh, you all congregate downstairs. Well, guys, so, Handy, you made it back, at least. All right, yeah, mate. Um, shit, yeah, so, uh, I followed him. I know 
roughly where she is, or at least I know where I last saw her, going into a very big house. Ah, uh, fuck. Right. Didn't, uh, what, aren't her par- parents nobles? What, what What are the odds, you reckon? Oh, this um, way. Oh, gone. I was going to say, I reckon pretty fucking good. Yeah. I was just going to co- confirm his fears since I, having seen the place from the outside, based on Handrel's description, I'd be pretty, pretty certain that's where she is. Well, of course it fucking is, isn't it? Right. Well, at least you, you, you know where it is and you've seen it from the outside. I guess best bet is dead over there. Have a bit of a scout out and see what we can see. Sounds like a plan. Um, I mean, should we get... We, we've got the sending stone. Should we send um, Heinrich a message? I mean, the only thing I'm thinking is Sophia seems pretty capable she might manage an escape on her own. I doubt it, but she's going to be looking for us. So we'll leave a note here saying we'll be gone and we'll send Heinrich a note, I guess. Yeah, sounds, sounds like a plan. We, just, uh, we, uh, we, won't, we won't tell him what we're doing because he'll probably tell us not to, but we'll just say Sophia's been captured and we're going after her to try and rescue her. Um, oh, maybe he can help. Just so you know, you do realise it's just like 40 minutes from midnight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fair enough. He's probably not in his office and fuck knows where he lives. But, mm. yeah, I don't know. I mean... Gang? Would the gang help? Probably not unless we pay him. But You do we, have the bag of holding. What, yeah, you, you, so you we've got we, all the we, stuff. We, we, put, we put the gang inside the bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> Put no, Rogar in the bag of holding because he can't sneak for shit. <laughs> no, but I can just disguise myself as somebody who would be there. Nah, yeah, you're just I. clumsy. <laughs> and Handrel can sneak. And yeah. So well, Handrel can just be our prisoner. Well, no, Solara can be the prisoner because. Or could she disguise herself? We wouldn't know. Uh, Solara, can you disguise yourself? That is a very good question, and I need to check Solara's spell sheet. I think <laughs> the answer is no. Solara, I was gonna say, I'm thing. guessing not by the way she reacted to you when you did. True. Well, actually, that's interesting. I thought she does have this spell. She has Alter Self, which does allow her to change her appearance to a certain degree. So, transforming your appearance, you decide what you look like, including height, weight, facial features, sound of your voice, hair length, coloration, and distinguishing characteristics, if any. How's that different right, from disguise self? Uh, one is an illusion. This is her literally transforming her body. Yeah, wow. it's better. That's yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. You're so shit, can... Tommy. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even here. Shut up. <laughs> Piss off. Or else we won't rescue you. Piss oh. off, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Piss off, ghost. It's going to run at the wall and kick it. Um, <laughs> Uh, he's... Oh, he's good. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that could do. She could disguise herself as a noble. We could disguise ourselves as nobles. And Handrel could either Handrel could basically just just walk in plain sight, but still be invisible somehow because he's just that good. Well, it's, yeah, it's an idea at least to get us get us in, or at least not get us noticed while we wander around the noble district. 
well, yeah, I'm thinking I might just, you know, rather than disguise myself as a noble or something like that, I might just disguise myself as a regular guard that, you know, would be around that area. Just do some recon. Well, yeah, that's, yeah but yeah, we have but, to get in there to do the recon. But we're going to get spotted if we dress like we normally are because the city's in lockdown now. The city's in lockdown and a six foot seven blue dragon. Yeah. He's recognisable to some of these people. Yeah, he's a bit obvious. Uh, so, 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 disguise, so if we all disguise ourselves... I'll do it when we get there because it's only got like an hour, like uh, time. Yours, yours is limited, isn't it? Yeah, is <laughs> you're Solaris. limited, aren't you? Oh, okay, what? it's fine. How long? How um, hers? Hers is also an hour. Ah, well, what? What? We we don't have much in the way of allies. We could, we could, especially not at this time of night. And I don't think I don't really fancy leaving it till the morning. If we're gonna ever get a good good jump on this place, it's probably gonna be now. Well. It, it makes sense that a smaller party would get inside easier. The problem is, they more than likely have a small army. Yeah. So even I mean, you say that oh, we might you know have to pay the gang to get involved, but then you might have no gang left. That's true. So you use and them now, or it ta- and it takes time to well, round these people up. So. I'm thinking we go in now, do some recon. If we can get in, we can get in. If we can't and we can't see a way of getting in, then we'll have to come up with is it well, a better say plan. a serious plan, well, but a better plan. We've got um see we we've done everything we needed to do for Heinrich. So Yeah. In theory, whatever phase two is of the plan can kick off now. If we we can we could potentially use that as a distraction, but then as I say, by that point, Sophia might already be dead. Can't you see or if least... like um, the Whispering Man could do anything? I doubt he's likely to help you. Yeah. But he, he, he he's got a plan for everybody. But, but, but Rogar's Rogar's kind of convinced him that he needs us. Yeah. Or at least he's convinced himself that. that <laughs> yeah, because he he's the finest. Us. Yeah. <laughs> so you got at the end of the day, let's let's go be heroes. <laughs> let's go kick the door in and you know, let's win this fight. Mate. Let's not kick the door in. That's a big a fucking minute. door. I'm the leader here. Uh <laughs> no. Uh yes. All the crazy blue dragon, mate. Um you we've all got our part to play. But I don't think any of us could really claim to be the leader. Just saying. the leader. I'm a hero. Yeah, we, we, we both are, mate. I thought I'm I was hope. the leader. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, You're too pretty to be the leader. We need somebody who's strong and stoic and heroic. Wait, that's me. So not you at all, then. Clearly me. Uh, st- strong, yes. Stoic, maybe a little while ago. <laughs> Not quite so much anymore. But you know, if we ever need our leader to be absolutely batshit crazy, we'll give you a call. Everybody needs a little bit of crazy. Exactly. And that's just what you're good for. So let's just stop fanning about and let's get on with it. So we've we've pretty much established that we're in it ourselves. We could try and round people up, but it's going to take too much time. P- 
plan is head over there, do a tad of reconnaissance, dressed in our finery, as it were, and see where we go from there. If there's a weak point, you know, make the most of it. Try and sneak in. If it's locked down as fuck, then we'll try and create a distraction or we might have to give up. But I don't want to give up on Sophia. She never gave up on you, tossers. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm not about to give up on you either. You can't use Ansir against me. <laughs> I'm not planning to. Shut up, we, ghost. We, we, need to, we, we, we need to help our friend. It's the right thing to do. Who's changed his tune since he woke up? You're the right thing to do. You're, you're... <laughs> not, nice one, but not the time. Right. That's what your mum said. <laughs> he doesn't know who his mum is. Uh, yeah, not exactly. <laughs> Some more, but that's not important. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to stare longingly into a corner, looking like, you know, like heroes do in statues when this, you know... <laughs> Um, yeah, so while, while um, Big Blue's there posing to himself, guys, what do you think? Should we head off now? Um, so let me be sure I am on the same page as the pair of you. Our plan is to walk up to them and just try get inside. <gasps> I have an no, idea. Not quite. Our plan is to go up to the house have a bit of a scout around see if we can find a weak point a way to sneak in a bit like we did with the last noble house we got in and see what if there's anything obvious that we can make a plan around but no we're not just going to wander in straight away i have an idea right so he knows where they're at the laughing or the friendly dragon or whatever Mm -hmm. the bounty hunters why Mm -hmm. don't you put a bounty they were skilled motherfuckers so, in other words, enlist them for help. Yes, because they got in pretty easy. Um, um, they may not like us very much, but they might like the gold. Yeah, it's not like we're short it, of gold. Yeah, but like, what was the reward again for you? Was it like eight thousand gold or something stupid? It was. I don't yes. Know. Ah, shit. Yeah, we got two thousand. Yeah, we got two grand. But gold is gold. Gold is gold, but. 8,000 is very different to two. Yeah, but it's not like they're going to lose their 8,000 that they've already but they won. But mu- they might lose their lives. Well, yeah. the, the question is, is what would you be a- what would you be asking of them versus how much of a risk that is to them? That's how mm. much gold it would cost you. You'd be better just disguising ourselves as them too. Ooh. Do that. Yeah. yeah. See, I helped. I'm not there. But I helped. Damn ghosts. <laughs> we, we could, House we, is still yeah, we, haunted. Yeah, we could do it. We could do it. I'm just thinking... Uh, why are we going back? To see if they have more gold for us. I doubt they're going to let us in if we go, yo, you remember that eight grand you paid us? Yeah, not enough. Yeah, no, I'm not thinking... I'm not... I don't, oh, my gosh. It's like, it's like talking to Doug. Um... <laughs> What? (laughs) (laughs) He's not dead. Doug's dead. (laughs) Say say what you're thinking then, Blue. So, I'm thinking, 
is we're not go we're not going and going oh yeah you've not paid us enough what we're doing is we are offering our services we're obviously they obviously will be impressed with us since we've managed to catch somebody that they couldn't catch which is why they enlisted our help anyway so we're going and we're offering our services for whatever it may be maybe they're interested in us because they're aware that their daughter will try and break out to get back to us maybe they're aware that we'll try and break her out we don't know we don't actually know what we've convert conveyed back to them so we could be going to make them aware of this situation and then enlisted as oh well let's beef up the patrols let's beef up the guard we'll employ you two to do that it's a nice easy job and so for quite a bit of gold sounds like something they would do yeah, and if they turn us away well if they turn us away they turn us away we've at least got to the door we could do some a little bit of recon send Handrel around the back to have a look around while yeah. we're while we're chatting at the front gate yeah it's just, it's, Sol- just what, it's just an idea yeah yeah, yeah what's, what's Solar going to do um, disguise herself as a tree because we do need a no, of course we need it. I'm not. I'm not suggesting that, but I mean for the initial recon, at least getting in there. The the only other option I can think of is we go as Kren, Barrett, Pierce, and a guard, and then we walk up because they ain't really going to turn him away. At least true, I'm, true, but highly we, likely. We might have to do a deception check. Either way, we're probably going to have to do that. Yeah. But if we if we try and deceive them as the bounty hunters, they might just take the deception as the fact that we're trying to get more money out of them, and they'll turn us away. Whereas if they if we if we don't perfect the mannerisms of people they are they do know well, we're in a worse situation. So I'm liking the bounty hunter idea. Well, I'm thinking even even then, you know, at the end of the day, why why would the the I can't see that they're not that they're not going to believe that. Bounty hunters would want more gold. Can you? That's what they do. Can you educate Solara on everything about one of those people, and that person can come with us and vouch for the bounty hunters and Solara, because Solara can charm her way out of a fucking death scenario. She can. She's very charming. If you can educate her on the mannerisms on our way over, she, she 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 can do the talking. And potentially that might help because I'm shit at talking to people and you're shit at talking to people because you're mad. Why doesn't she become one of the main dudes then? That's what I'm thinking. Oh, right. Sorry, if, she, yeah. if, she, if, she, if, she, if she dresses up as one of Samuel Crenn or Barrett Pierce or someone. Oh, no, I was thinking one of the, the bounty, uh, hunters. bounty hunters. One of the bounty hunters. Okay. And then one of us just comes along i'll just i'll just look a bit like a bounty hunter and just be like yeah i'm the third member of the team i was on another bounty we could try that yeah yeah it sounds 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 all right to me the the other option is that if you are dressed as a guard because the only thing is i'm I'm, the only thing i'm worried about is if they're if they know the other guards around the area they could like which which one are you because you know, when, when you've you just come back to the city, you were sent on a mission outside. Yeah, but they're like, I've never seen you before in my life. I don't want to raise any kind of suspicion. If we, if I come as someone they definitely don't know, mm. but as another bounty hunter, at least, at least, at least, it seems more like what. Well, say, 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 you say I was involved in the in scouting for 
Sophia, I was I was outside the city scouting for her. And even, I'm just, ba- even, even bad prisoner. Yeah, although they might take me, but yeah. Well, then you're inside. Yeah. You could just be uh, what kind of about you were going to hand in. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, but they, that's they, what only, they do. Yeah, but not to there. They hand the bounties into the other place. The only reason they took Sophia here was because she's the... Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is you... It, 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 to me, it, it's, it seems to make more sense. If you're a bounty that we have collected, but we've you know, we were already in this area, so we thought, oh, well, we'll stop off, we'll offer our services. You know, we're aware that you've probably got somewhere that we can store this person, you know, whether it be a, you know, a closet or whatever you want to call it, you know, or even probably a jail, knowing this place. Then we store you there and we do the job and then we take you back. It's, you know, you're, you are meat. Rogar's eyes get a bit wider at that notion. We can try it. I can't say I like being left in there on my own if if things go south. But well, at least you've got weapons. I ain't got fuck all. Potent- we're going to take your stuff off, yeah? Potentially, but yeah, I can make it look like I've not got weapons as long as they don't try and st- to pat me down because go- the illusion is not going to last to cover that. So you're going to have to make sure I don't get patted down, but yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll just, we'll, we'll tie you up with like a bit of rope or something. Meanwhile, Handrol, I'm guessing he's going to sneak around and try and sneak in and join you guys. Handrol can do his stealthy thing and, you know, check around the outside and, you know, see what he can see. Hopefully not get caught by the whatever is in their barracks. Because mm. there's no saying that it's definitely men. Yeah, it could be anything. Exactly. Yeah. So, right. We're off to the Noble District. I'll try to... Solar, I think. I think we're all going to die. Well, when has that ever stopped us before? Don't worry, because when you need a hero to save you, Rogar's here. Well, I'm not sure about that. As I say, basically, the only reason he thinks he's a hero is because he can't die, because for some reason, something keeps resin him. But I think you'll find I'm a hero because I saved your life, boy. Yeah... Oh, fuck off. All right. I saved your life before. I dragged your ass out of the streets. All you did was give up a fight, you bitch. Fuck you. Remind me again, which one of us was dying on the floor last you. I checked? No, believe it was you. I, I was dying on the floor once, so were you. I saved your life. You saved mine. We were even. Stop being a bitch. You're being a bitch. You're being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this, could, this could go on for hours. I suggest we move. Yeah. As you Probably guys are arguing back and forth, I'll say Handrel it lasts, hmm. it lasts for another ten minutes, but yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Handrel does chime in slightly and goes, Um not saying the plan won't work. It might. But I was kinda liking the idea of a bit of backup. Um Is it just me or is it totally crazy to maybe ask for some help from people who don't want us dead? Go on, speak up, such as who? Um, the, uh, the scary lot down below. I'm just going to, like, stare at him blankly. Uh, not that freaky bird who was sat in my chair. I mean, um, all I know is they don't seem to want us dead. And I feel like this has a high chance of death. 
don't know if that's uh, coming across to you guys. Handle, um, mate. You weren't here when she was. I'm guessing Rogar's told you about it, but I'm going to just put a pin in this conversation for now. Yeah, he told me when I got back, and um, I'm I saw where she's being held. It's fucking massive. I don't know if we're trying to take on a bit too much. Is my only concern, I guess. I think that's the only DM warning we'll ever gonna get. Uh, it's a handle warning. Yeah. Well, mate, I'm not fucking talking to her, but we can do. Yeah, what, I don't. I don't. I don't. Chair? I don't actually know if you can. Um, and... Well, I, sp- I spoke to her once, and you were probably the most sane you've ever been. Yeah, speaking to her when she wants you in the room, or speaking to her when she you are pestering her, uh, two very, very different things, uh, at least as far as I am aware. So, yeah, that's kind of a mean handrel thing to do, you whiny bitch. Um, I said that to handrel, by the way. Um, not, to, not to Tommy. All right, that's fine. <laughs> no, I was, call, I was calling handrel the whiny bitch because okay. he then... We, now. There's another powerful woman that we know. Yeah, the the, the one at the church. Church, no. temple. No, nope. there's the other one. The one the that one. was just like um, when we were robbing some warehouses. Remember? Um, she, 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 she came to warn us about the... Um, yeah, the, the watcher. City. Yeah, but she does pretty much just watch. But. Yeah. <sighs> Um, well, I'll say this. While you guys ponder your plans and maybe talk through it further in terms of what allies you may be able to draw upon or may not, I think we need to go back in time and see what Sophia's doing. Okay. Okay. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not and say I did? <laughs> so, Andara leads you happily towards the doctor's lab and you follow with a smile on your face because you want to make sure Andara's happy. She leads you towards a chair inside the lab and tells you to sit down which you do with a smile and even through the charm you do start to feel a growing sense of terror of being back here sat in this chair looking around this room with all its vials and potions and jars filled with things that you don't really want to get too close of a look at. Andara tells you to stay still while she puts binds around your arms, kind of strap you to the chair so that you can't move. And then she leaves. And about five, ten, maybe fifteen minutes go by. When the door opens, you didn't hear anyone approach, but the door opens. A, you guess, man. You know his name is Dr. Trask. But he's basically wearing a um, a style of Plague Doctor mask with a very long coat that is completely covering his body and it has, like, a big high collar. Like, you cannot see skin on this man at all. Like, he's wearing gloves. His coat is actually, like, white today. And his mask still, however, is kind of a dark blue. As he comes into the room, you notice he is exceptionally tall. Like, he is even hunching over. He looks almost about eight foot tall. Jesus. And he 
walks in a very strange way. It's almost, his movements seem awkward, but he also seems graceful. Like, he makes no sound, he doesn't bump into things, but there's something awkward about the way he shifts about. And as he approaches you, and you're still charmed at the moment, yes. Sophia, I'm pleased to see you have returned. When I'm charmed, did you... I have to be influenced by my charmer, don't I? Yes, so you want to make Andara happy at the moment. Okay, and she wants me to be pleasant for this man. She wants you to be here and do as you're told. Okay. If she's... Well, yes, I'd be like, well... Sorry, what did he say again? Uh, He just said it was pleasant to see you back here. Yes, I've been told that I was required to be here. Seems your father wants you put through more education. He is right to come to me. And he moves around the room a little, seemingly messing with various tinctures and potions. And then he moves back towards you and goes, I always thought your nature was a little too rebellious. I think it's time we deal dealt with that in a more permanent capacity. These charming effects are always so limited. The merest bit of pain, and he puts his hand, which is gloved on your neck, and you suddenly feel a little stab of pain, almost as if there was a needle coming through the finger. Mm -hmm. And you take one point of piercing damage. Oh, good. Joy. And it does snap you out of... Well, actually, I believe it lets you retake the wisdom saving throw. Ooh, yes, indeed. So, make me a wisdom saving throw. Go, Sophia! 16. 16. Just enough, you kind of shake your head a little and that glassiness fades and... Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, you're back in the room, why are you here? What the hell happened? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to make any qualms about the fact that I don't want to be there. I'm not going to be... brave about it because i know what happens in this room mm-hmm. um so i probably start to struggle probably not even try and talk to the man because like that's done any good in the past as you start to struggle you feel his grip tighten on your neck and he is so strong like his arms look almost kind of reedy like quite thin but dear god his grip is way stronger than you expect and he just now, now, don't resist. You know it'll only be more painful if you do. I am a physician. You're no physician, mate. You're a sadist. I don't see a difference. And he puts another hand on your shoulder. And then puts another hand on your other shoulder. I'm guessing these have little spikes on them as well? He hasn't stabbed you with them yet. Okay. And then a fourth hand comes up and goes towards your neck. How many fucking hands? At least four. (laughs) (laughs) And as he does, he pushes what feels like a needle into your neck. And I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. I guess I'm going to have to be doing a lot of these. Possibly. Eighteen. Eighteen. That fails. How does that fail? Because it's DC 19. 
Because Cook's not giving you a huge amount of options here. <laughs> this is a terrible, terrible place. I'm not rolling another character. Fuck you. <laughs> You're not dead yet. If I die, I die. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just play you as the ghost of Sophia. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I could do that. Okay, so I need to roll something. Two. Please be okay. a joint. Please be a joint. Uh, sadly, no. <sighs> you... So I need you to make a note of what your original um, ability modifier was now. Okay, so that's the numbers next to... Sorry, sorry, the actual original number, so like the 16, okay, right, the 20, yeah. whatever. Okay. Yep, make a note of them. Um, oh, screenshot. There you that go. That would be... Yeah. <laughs> Yay, digital age. Yay! <laughs> uh, wait. Go for it. Okay. You lose three points of charisma. Well, I didn't have very much anyway, so fuck that. Still a lot of charisma. Yeah, well, got a minus one. Now? Well. Anything else? Um, you, so, as he seems to inject his needle-like finger into you, you feel almost like your willpower and force of personality begin to fade and seems to just drain from you. You almost hear a slightly elated sound come from uh, Dr. Trask as he removes his hand and goes, mm, Yes, that should suffice for now. A little less willful. I'm sure you'll be more willing to listen to your father. You actually feel, when he removes his hand and you feel this loss of personality, there is a weird sensation that you almost desperately want it back. It's, it feels almost like, I can't describe this in any other way than it feels like an addiction, that you miss what you had. Well, I've lost my charisma, so... So yeah, you kind of feel drained and... Please, back, more back, please. No, I think that will do for now. And our, uh, take her back to her room. We will see her again tomorrow. And Ara re-enters the room and takes the bindings off you. And uh, do you attempt to resist, or do you just go with her? Probably I would just go with her, because I'm quite drained by that inject... Well, by whatever he did to me, right? Yeah, you don't... You definitely do not feel right. Yeah. I probably... I could, like, maniacally try and flail. Let me flail. Okay, you flail as um, Andara kind of grabs you roughly and, like, drags you out of the room a bit as you kind of... Yeah, pretty much. And you are taken back to your room. Oh, in the tower, or...? Yes, in the spire. So you are taken back up to your room. It looks pretty much as you remember it. It's actually a lavish room like um it has its own floor for bathing it has like a master bedroom it has like its own little personal dining area it's basically a large house in it of itself nice and andara just kind of pushes you in there like any attempts to escape will be met with severe punishment i'm sure i don't have to tell you that you have access to the top floor and the top floor alone. 
and what she means by that is like the actual top floor of the entire house, not just your spire. Your spire is yours. Right. So I could, um, when you say, like, you know, my dad studies in another spire. Yes. So I could go there? The places you could reach if you were to wander, mm. you could attempt to go into the other spires. Yeah. They are on, like, the corners of the uh, building, effectively. Yeah. You could go to the observatory. Okay. If you wanted to, because that's on the top. And that's pretty much it for the top floor. At least okay. the, the major rooms. Oh, uh, sorry, the library is up there as well. Okay. You did say it was well stocked. I don't know what I'm going to read while I've lost. I'm just hazy. You're, yeah. you're hazy. It's almost like a... It's almost like you've got a bit of the shivers. Like, you you know you've lost something that makes you you. Mm. And it's it's a very odd experience. Mm. And say it was charisma, so it was like your personality and like your willfulness. Mm. So it, to make you be... Basically, it was to make you more uh, compliant. So yeah, probably will just stay where I am. At least initially, I would say that, as she kind of throws you yeah. into the room and you kind of lie down on the bed, I guess, to attempt to recover a little bit. Yeah. Is it as you remember it, Sophia? Yeah. That's where I... I mean, like, you just, just don't wonder if we've got a description of sort of your courses or anything. Just Yeah, it's... So um, you can scout. Well, oh, no, no, not, not, not for Tommy, because obviously Tommy, Tommy's not going to be hearing any of this, but mm-hmm. just for our audience. I'll say for our audience, Sophia, if you would like to describe your room. <laughs> looks however you would like it to look. Uh... Not so my, much my, pink, mostly My Little Pony. Is that what you just said? I, I was no, I was going to agree with my, my little like <laughs> chimera or something. Um, some Jesus kind of, Christ! Some kind of some kind of fantasy. Um, you were you you were younger. It was it's a kind of time. goth. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because I was so disenfranchised with my life, and no one understood me. Um, Everything was pain. <laughs> <laughs> just my chemical romance lyrics just just yeah, yeah, screwed yeah. about. Um yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but the, like the, the only bit of colour, little bit of splash of colour, is just a picture of me and my brother. Maybe like a painting that I had done or someone did for me. Surrounded, um, surrounded by mournful loot lyrics. and uh and funnily enough there was a portal a teleportation portal that means i can escape that's how you got out the first time yeah a portal in your room that takes you anywhere you want to go yeah unfortunately it's just a picture of a portal and it was where all your (laughs) hopes and dreams died Mean, so mean. As you go to your bed, you find a dead animal in it. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it's a rat. Just, 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 just to kind of icing on the cake of a shitty sandwich day. It's not a good day. <laughs> but that's your first few hours at home. Does this mean? Oh, yeah. I'm not even resting, am I? I'm still like, stupefied. I would, I would say this is counting as a short rest as our next interlude as you kind of try to recover yourself a little bit before you do anything else. Joyful, thanks. Yeah. So, back to uh, Party A. What are you like doing? <laughs> they don't know. Well, you, you guys are... Are you guys going to go and try and speak to the, the Red Woman? 
I suppose so, since Handrel brought her up. Well, meanwhile, while you do that, the only other thing I'm thinking we could we might be able to do is if I if I go and take this um maybe with Solar or someone, go and take this head of the orc guy back to um back to uh, Gareth's gang, maybe we could ask them to cause a disturbance for us in the city. They don't. They just Sounds set a, fair. set a building on fire or something. Just, just kind of uh, at, at a time of our choosing. Just kind of maybe makes a few guards leave their posts or something. I don't know. Even if they just went to um, to investigate or something, but well, no, I was more thinking even if they just went to the um, oh crap, I can't remember the name of the tavern in the noble district. Friendly oh yeah, Dragon. yeah, Friendly Dragon, yeah. yeah. Even if they just went there and kicked up a bit of a stink, it would at least draw people who are like guards who are in the noble district to there and hopefully away from their posts. It's worth a shot. I mean, they do owe us one because we killed their big bad enemy and we didn't ask for anything in yeah. return. You know, not I'm not suggesting that you know Vash or Gareth even have to be there and you know just send some dudes, send kick some up dudes. a bit of a stink. We can give Maybe it a try. Hundred dudes. <laughs> send lo- send plenty of dudes. Send all like the meat, you know. Uh, yeah, just 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 turn up and carouse and cause a bit of bit of mischief. They don't have to do too much though, and they yeah. can scarper as soon as anything looks a bit, you know, dangerous. Yeah, it's worth it's worth an ask if if nothing else, and it might just give us an edge. Woo, splitting the party. We are splitting the party, but then that's because you don't want me to go and speak to the red woman. Uh, it's not that I don't want you to speak to her, it's that I think she may kill you. Well, she's welcome to try me me speaking bravely, not really knowing what I'm in for. (laughs) Yeah, she's just a bitch that sat in your chair. Basically, I'm still peeved about that, because I was having a really bad day. (laughs) To be fair, I was going to say, I would assume based on Rogar's actions, you, you, you might, you know, heed a bit of a warning oh, there. I, I, I am, and I, and I wouldn't actually say it to her face. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fair then. <laughs> but but, but I'm, I'm still putting a bit of bravado because that's that's what I do. <laughs> well, me being a, a hero completely <laughs> recognises that this bravado and is just like, okay, that's just Tommy, let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not I'm not, not still not sure about the hero part, but it, it's, it's 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 nice to know that you at least believe in yourself, Rogar, and it's nice 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 to see you trying to help other people for a change. You know, I, I you've always been out for yourself most of the time. I I did I did appreciate the save. I gotta be honest, and it's nice to see you um, stepping up and helping with Sophia's rescue, even if it does mean talking to that scary fucking bitch again. Well, yeah, I can say, uh, you know, appreciate you saved my life, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's it's not it's not the fear of having to talk to the scary woman, it's just what she will want in return. Well, there is that, but I guess all we can do is ask, isn't it? True, or we'll have to convince Sophia to um, die. Well, no, give herself up to her when we've rescued her. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's gonna help her out much or us. To be oh. fair, we'll have to see. Yeah, death or yeah. be evil. Me, me and Handy are gonna walk out the door and head 
well, we know where it is, so we're going to head towards there. Well, where we think it is, anyway. Okay. okay. Say hi uh, to David. You might want to be a little bit careful, because obviously it's middle of the night and there's a curfew in the sea. Um, well, crap. Well, Handrel can sneak. I'll cast this guy's self and turn myself into a guard for now. Okay. If I can. Yeah, no, that's fine. And I'll say in general, I presume you're doing this all stealthy to avoid guards anyway, so you're effectively yeah. taking twice as long to do anything, but yeah, less yeah, definitely to be spotted. Definitely, yeah. Okay, so Rogar and Handrel are heading towards the sewers. Where is Tommy going? Uh, yeah, we are also me and um, Solara. Solara are also going to go and head in, head towards the sewers because that's the quickest way Tommy knows to get around the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the less least obvious. So we're gonna gonna sneak into the series, and we're gonna try and head towards, um, probably the main hideout of um, the Reapers, because at least we know where that is, and we're not gonna approach directly in case the guards have already taken it out. But if they haven't, then we'll we'll, we'll make our way in there. If not, we might see if we can spot any idea of where they might have gone. We're trying to do this fairly quickly. Um, obviously, we're gonna. I guess we didn't we didn't really say, but I, I'm assuming we'll meet back at the house as soon as we've done our various tasks, and then from there try and make it to the noble district. Hopefully, with within the same night. We're not. I'm not trying to waste any time here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if that's the case, then I would say, as the pair of you go to the sewers and then basically go in different directions, Tommy yep. would reach his destination first. Okay. It would if you're going. Um relatively stealthy all round. Let's say you get there in about half an hour. Okay. So as you run through the sewers as quickly as you can and kind of stick into shadows every so often when you hear footsteps above ground and all the rest of it, you eventually get to the point where you're relatively confident the Reaper's uh, tavern-turned-hideout in the slums is. Cool. Are you just going to go up and approach the front door? Um... Relatively stealthily, we'll go up and we'll, we'll we'll have a look outside, see if the um the guard that they usually post on the outside or is around there, if it looks like it's been busted in by the guards or anything, or if it still looks like it's in good nick. Okay, do me a stealth and a perception, just so I have okay. guides for both. Sure, no worries. Uh, Twenty-seven on stealth. Nice. And okay. perception. 24. Okay. You very carefully raise your head above ground and look around. You haven't come back to the slums since the lockdown is in place, but you do remember that the slums were supposed to be the most locked down area of the city now. As you look around, in the distance, I would say probably about two to three hundred yards from where you are, you do see one illuminated. And you see spatterings of guards in the distance as well. You are not spotted with a 27. You look at the uh, tavern, and at the moment it looks quiet. Far quieter than you'd normally expect. The door is slightly ajar. You're not certain, however, from this distance whether anyone's inside or not. I'd say with a 24, yeah, it's, it's difficult to tell from here. But it looks at least safe for you to make your way towards it. Okay. Well, I'm going to make my way towards it very, very gingerly. 
uh, and have a peek inside. Okay. Point out the illuminated to. Uh, yeah, Solara. I've already. Uh, I, yeah, that's a good point. I'll I'll signal Solara and just kind of make make her yeah make her aware that that is that is what we think the illuminated are. Huh. That's not what I expected. Shh. Ah, fine. Um, I, I just, I, I'm just like staring at her, like death stare, like be <laughs> fucking quiet. <laughs> I know you're not used to it, but right now. <laughs> well, do you want me to wait here then? I just, I just nod at her and I just say yeah, um, but be ready, kind of thing. Okay, right. We'll see you back here in a moment. Okay, so I'm gonna sneak up. Okay. So, you sneak over to the um, tavern and poke your head inside. As you do, um, just like you can just see, the the, uh, main tavern area where the bar is and where the fight pit is and where the tables are is actually quite empty. But uh, you do see what looks like a very small light coming from the back area of the tavern. Almost like a very faint candlelight. Okay, I'm going to sneak in and go up towards it and see if I can make anything out when I get a bit closer. Okay, do me another stealth check for that one. Okay. A 13. I got it all out of the way in the first one. <laughs> uh, you uh, you still beat his passive, though, so that's all right. You sneak your way towards the back, back towards where our very first episode took place, and you killed an, uh, a half-orc in the uh, back room. It's actually the room just adjacent to that one that you head towards, where this light is. And you see the very familiar Vash the Dwarf digging through crates in the back room with a candle that's just been put on one side to give him a bit of light to look through things. He has not noticed you approach. Oh dear. Okay. Um, so I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to just say... but loud enough for him to hear me but not loud enough that it would draw anyone else from further away um bash it's tommy what what oh you oh, aren't you a sight for sore eyes hello mate what? things are looking a bit grim at the moment as ah, i'm sure you can tell i'll say what the fuck are you doing here look i brought you a little present you might appreciate it and i chuck him the actually probably reasonably well preserved head um (laughs) as it's been kind of rattling around but i think we've done a fairly good job of wrapping it up in cloth it's it's not quite mummified but you can still very much make out um his features of um was it thorax spinebreaker it was indeed yeah thorax spinebreaker's head (laughs) Uh, as you do, I'll, I'll do a quick description of Vash for anyone who hasn't listened to our first couple of episodes. He is a dwarf who has got a shaved head and is basically covered head to toe in tattoos. Uh, various skill levels, I'd say. Some of them quite uh, quite crude. Some of them yeah, quite impressive. Depends on who he talked to that day. He's got missing a tooth as well. He's kind of a bit beaten up. Looks like the sort of guy who gets into a hell of a lot of fights. And you can also see two long knives attached to his belt, like one either side. Well, you say long, I mean, he's a dwarf. Probably about normal size for most people. As you uh, throw the head and it lands with kind of a wet thud in front of him, as you know, there's a little bit of flesh left on it, he looks down and goes, 
Oh, you came all this way to give me a gift. Well, I couldn't turn up empty-handed, could I, really? Ah, it's true, it's true. I'd have probably thrown uh, something that explodes at you. Well, I appreciate that you didn't. Now, listen, mate. Things, things, things has gone to a bit to shit, but we did you a favour. We're taking him out. We haven't asked for anything in return up till now. It's not a big ask, but if you can get any of any of your boys together, we need a little distraction. Don't put yourselves in any danger, but well. You put me in a slightly difficult situation because a lot of me boys are fucking missing at the moment. Uh, I might be able to find a few. Anything you can rustle up, mate, will help us out. Uh, yeah, I was surprised to see you. Uh, Gareth said he was going to go talk to your boss. Was he now? Yeah, a um, bunch of our lads went missing uh, in the sewers and we thought maybe you guys had seen them, so Gareth, being who he is, just decided to bundle his way down there and go have a word with uh, old Cobblestone. I'm sure that was a very happy meeting between the two of them. Uh, don't know. Neither of them have uh, shown their faces to me yet. But I do know a few lads that are hiding with their families in the area, and I guess, as you say, we do owe you one. But this will be it paid. Ain't nothing uh, coming back after this. Fair enough. We'll take it. What sort of distraction do you need? We're heading up to the Noble Quarter. Now, I realise that's a bit of a hot zone right now. But if you can maybe just turn up at the nearby pub and cause a little ruckus for us. Ruckus? Yeah, just have a few drinks. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> oh, at this time of night. Uh, only true scoundrels are out drinking at this time of night. I'll be happy to. Yeah, right up your street, mate. <sighs> Thank you. Um, we appreciate it. Look, in terms of timing, well, if you get there as soon as you can, give us probably a couple of hours. All right. Well, it'll take me a little time to round up a few people. But, uh, all right, then. A few hours it is. A few hours. Cheers, mate. It's been... It's been fun working with you again. That was a good scrap, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was. If you notice the um the ragged hole around his face, yeah, that's that's where I put a bullet straight through his brain. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, I wish I could have seen his face. Wish there was a picture of it. Someone could paint a masterpiece. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about a masterpiece, but I did a little doodle and sketch. Um, yeah. Here you are, and I, I, I show him my journal, um, which has contains a picture, which if you head over to um, Gunpowder Trees and No Plot of WordPress, you can find in our gallery. <laughs> Not a plug at all, ladies and gentlemen. Not a plug at all. <laughs> Look, if you can't plug your own show on your own show, well, exactly. can you plug it? Yeah. <laughs> he nods and goes, oh, I quite like this one. Thank you very much. Just a little doodle. Um, right, well, thanks for this. Uh, I do hope to see you again, and I do hope to be fighting on the same side as you. Aye, well, my plan was to go see what had gone on with Gareth after looking for a few weapons and things around here. Uh, most of it's cleared out already. So that's probably where you'll find me in the future, if you want a drink. 
sounds like a plan. And I do need to go and see Gobblestone anyway. Right. Right, well. I'll uh, see you all later. I'll go uh, go have some fun for this evening. Yeah, enjoy yourself, mate. And I um, I chuck him two gold and say, have a drink on me. He uh, takes it gladly. And uh, at that point, with time passed, I think we'll go back in time to Sophia. Cool. So, uh, about an hour or two hours have gone by, and you're feeling a little better, but not great, you know, but a bit more with it. You still have that kind of aching urge that you're missing something and you want it back, but you know from experience that it's not going to come back, at least not in the short term. How, like, wonderful was I before this fucker got his hands on me when I was younger? You were. Well, you may have been a little bit nicer. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pro- probably where the whole, like, bitchiness comes from. I am not a bitch. Dickens. I didn't say you were a bitch. I just said there was a little bit of bitchiness when we first met you. You're a bitch. You're a... We're not going to start this one again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's because we're all separate now. I'm like, I just want to start a fight with somebody that I can actually talk to instead it's, of just cooks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this, is, this is the name calling session. Yes. Pod. Apparently it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well... Sophia, you are feeling a little bit better. Is there anything you'd like to do at this time, as you are just basically in your room? Um, try and remember how I escaped last time? Uh, the way you escaped last time, you were actually already in the, ta- in the uh, city proper. You were out for the day exploring the market, and you managed to slip away and basically ran into the nearest sewer grate. And frankly, you got lost in the sewers for a long time, but eventually almost accidentally found your way out of the city. Really? Yeah. Not not yeah. a hu- not not a great hope for trying that one again. No, not not really, no. Although although you do know the sewers slightly better this time. You've been say, around you them might quite a bit. You know the sewers slightly better, so Yeah, yeah. but you entered them from the market. You're yeah, have to get I didn't back escape to the city. from yeah, I didn't escape from this house. By my no. like like yeah. Um, oh. Do you want to have a little explore? I don't know. It's, um, yeah, can I just there's... take a general perception, see if anything has changed, really? What, in your like, room? Yeah. Yeah, like, sure. I'm pretty sure the portal has been closed. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, me a perception. Um, yeah, see if anyone's been messing with my shit in the past few years. 23. 23. As you look around... Um, do you think initially that everything's in exactly as it was then you realize when you look a little bit closer um, someone has gone through your room and moved things just ever so slightly to throw you off in every single direction well like I can kind of guess who that was you have a pretty good guess who did that okay um, does he look like a bitch <laughs> right so I try the door the, oh, to the door to go downstairs and leave? Ye- leave the spire. Yeah. Or to your, or to your yes. room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, leave my room at least. Yeah, the door is unlocked. <laughs> try, try the door to leave the house. Oh, it's unlocked. <laughs> no, <you> just walk <laughs> out. <laughs> One minute. No, I look out my window as well. Okay. You... Can you tell me how far it is to the ground and what's below? Um, it is hundreds of feet high. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. What is below is the um, estate grounds, so it's a mix of some gardens, but also a lot of pavement. You can see parts of the training area from where you're looking. It's, yeah, it would be a long, hard fall. I have nothing on me, do I? You do well, not. You, you, your armor you and gear. stuff, but you've not, you've not got any of your equipment because you gave, you, well, probably smartly gave it to me because, or else yeah. the bounty hunters might still have it. Um, well, what about that boat? I could really do with that boat. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia spawns a boat and rides it to freedom somehow. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so I pretty much have to go through the door. Okay, you go through the door. So, what what are you heading towards? This, Anything. This... I'm just wandering at the moment, just this... to. Sorry, I'll just say this. This feels like one of those choose your own adventure books right now. Yes, I was thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you enter through the door. <laughs> yeah. So, um... yeah. So I I can recap for you. You have the other spires you could attempt to visit. You have the library. Um, you have the observatory. And I think that's it for the top floor, actually. Right, okay. Uh, let's try the observatory. The observatory? Yeah. You, yep, you wander around. Um, it actually takes you to a, a like a, a, a set of stairs that take you up into like a dome where the observatory actually is. Uh, there is a couple of guards stood outside it, but they don't seem to make any motion to stop you. Whatever order has been sent out, it seems you are indeed allowed on this top area to wander as, as if you were just a member of the family like you would before. You head upstairs, and it is a very nice observatory. You can see Have the I night sky above. Have I been there before? Above. You've <laughs> been here before, yeah. Look at you observing shit. <laughs> there is a large, what we'd call like a an old-style telescope that seems to be pointing up towards the sky. Yeah, it's pretty boring. Do, can there, I put anything in the room to? Yeah, I can use as a weapon. At least hide it on myself, like a letter opener. I don't know. I'll go into the library and have a look if there's. Or a compass. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just pick up a pick up a fuck off telescope and hit. People with it. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, there anything? I mean, you can do an investigation on the room and see if you find anything. Yeah, let's do that. Let's. And don't forget, you can always flirt with the guards. Yeah, I'm well skilled in flirting with my minus one to charisma. You are here. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, 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 just whatever, whatever weapon you find, just make sure you can make lots of good puns with it. <laughs> that's what you need when you have a comedy weapon. Yeah, that's, that's not really supposed to be a weapon. Like, um, like a spoon. Like a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You think up, think up the pun, and then you can use it. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure thinking up a good pun gives you an advantage with the attack roll as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cookson just says, "Well, ah, fuck it, just yeah, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 pun was good. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> so, with a fifteen investigation, yeah, yeah, uh, you do not find a lot with a fifteen, and there's not that much in this room. You do find a few bits of notes that have various things that honestly aren't really that interesting to you as you kind of leaf through the papers and look at some of them. The only thing that strikes any accord is the word um, anomaly is written a few times. But you don't, you're not a, well, you're not an astronomer, so it's not really putting two and two together in a lot of cases of what any of this could mean. 
Do you take the notes or do you leave them? Take it. Fuck it. Bit okay. of theft. You uh, pocket some astronomer's notes. If you want to put that in your <laughs> non-existent inventory. <laughs> yeah. Let's start again, shall we? Yep. Um, so I'm guessing there's like, because there's an observatory, there's a massive window. There is, yep. Yeah. Um, but I'm still several thousand feet. You are, yes. Um, Basically oh. in the stratosphere right now. Oh yeah, sorry. The only thing I didn't mention earlier when I described the entirety of the main building is there is a vault downstairs. Interesting. That's like beneath the ground floor. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able... Like, I was thinking about writing hello on it just so that you guys knew that I was on the top floor, but it doesn't seem like you'd really notice that. Um, I could give it a go. You could draw, send up, send up the bat signal for um, yeah. our, our, our little Batman outside, mm-hmm. big blue dragon. He thinks he's um saviour of the world. Oh yeah, I could start a fire. I've watched way too much like Chicago fire, so yeah, I could start a fire and someone <laughs> might save me. Because that's just what people do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some hunky fucking person. Yeah, the, you know, tr- tr- traditionally, like, fantasy cities have well-established fire brigades. <laughs> Totes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's definitely a thing when they don't have magicians around who can just literally cast spells to make it rain. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's say my, my idea. <laughs> no, I'm, no, no, setting a fire is not a bad idea, because at least we know where you were, or at least, at least it would give the guards something to occupy themselves maybe not a fire but some yeah, kind of dis- some kind of distraction that draws anybody away from us because you're you're effectively our inside woman right now yeah you're yeah. not being you're not being particularly well observed i'm still in the past though you've been broken yeah but anything you do ha- may have repercussions on the future that me and yeah we, you, <laughs> that we <we're, laughs> Like we're living in, you're, you're living living in the past, Sophia. You need to yeah. really. Yeah. So, um, are there loads of candles? No. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 night, so you can't like get a magnifying glass and like, because you do have a giant magnifying glass in the room. Uh... Point point it at the sun. Um. Yeah. Sadly, it is slow. night, and no one was in here, so no, it wasn't particularly lit or anything that you can find. Oh, just, just, just keep wandering. You can always go back, can't yeah, you? Exactly. Yeah, just, yeah. 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 Is it? Yeah. Other, yeah. Sorry, I'm just being stupid now. Yeah, I leave because <laughs> there's fuck all here. Yeah. So, where do you go next? Um, to the library. Okay. So you continue wandering around the top floor. It is just as vast and cavernous as you remember it to be, and eventually you find your way towards the library. The library is huge, like it's row upon row and stack upon stack of uh, books. There is a large area, down. it looks like a, like a, a real library, as in like not someone's home little library. It looks like someone took a chunk out of some sort of massive royal library and just stuck it in a house. Cool. Um, and what do you do? Um, to um, investigate whether or not there's anything else that I can use. Okay, hit me with okay. another investigate. Come on. 24! 24. 24. That's a Ooh, nice. natural 20. 
Yeah. Oh, come on. If there's if there's if there is anything in there, she finds it. <laughs> as as you walk around like browsing at books, a lot of these books you'd read before, there's not that interesting. Uh but as you're about to pick one up off a shelf, one falls off a higher shelf and hits you in the head. <laughs> That's that nat 20 luck. <laughs> I look up. Well, you're looking up to where it used to be. It's now on the yes. floor in front of you. Yes. Uh, do I see anything when I look up? No. Okay, then I pick up the book. Uh, as you look down at the book, this is a really old book. In fact, you're not certain if it was supposed to be in this section. It looks honestly kind of ancient. You're surprised it even survived the fall. And... The title on the front of it is written in, uh, it is actually written in common, and it's called Those That Dwell Beyond. Hmm, interesting. I, can I read the blurb? Uh, what languages do you speak and can read? Um, right. I don't know whether or not I can read them, but common, elvis, draconic, and abyssal. Okay. Um, as you For some up- reason. As you open the book, um, the language does not make sense to you at all. You're just going to choose one that isn't one of the things I just said, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's nope. Blatant the, the, yes. The, the, the notes that he has written down that we can't see say no. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. I... Keep it. Rogar can read it. So put that somewhere on my person. Okay. Um... Did I, I mean, you, yeah. st- st- you still got the original pack that you had to begin with. You didn't give that to me because you've been putting everything in the bag of holding. So, yeah, but Cookson, are you allowing that? No, you gave everything over. He told okay. you to drop all your shit. Okay, and that Fair pack play. is a backpack, basically. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, so I was kind of guessing that I didn't have like a minor healing potion or a drift. No, no, I, I just meant like an empty bag. But... Oh. So you, so you can store things as you're wandering around the house. Maybe I could go back to my room and get a bag. Or just say that I got a bag. Uh, What, like just a random bag? Yeah, like a handbag. <laughs> a nice clutch. Just just, 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 just <laughs> something that means you don't have to stuff the book down your pants. <laughs> I'll say with that uh, natural 20 investigation, as you turn around, you trip over a bag. Okay, cool. <laughs> is, is it a mulberry bag? No, it's a knockoff. Ah <laughs> oh, shit! Yeah, really? Are we? I'm not cheap. It's it's it's, it's an Arne Elfenstein knockoff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, I'm having way too much fun just looking around my own house. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you're not giving me a lot to go with. Uh, well, we'll leave that where you are for now, because you look around the library for a while before you find that book. Okay. And we will go to Rogar and Handrel, who are just making their way to the entrance of a temple, deep below the city. And as you now stand before a large, gigantic, really, iron door, what do the pair of you do? I'll knock on the door. You knock, and a little bit of time goes by, and then the door begins to open. And you see, well, 
you see as you know him, David Landron. And I say it's a while since he's shown up, so I will describe him again. He is wearing um, quite a nice set of uh, black and a little bit of tinged red robes with a set of leather armor on top for a chest piece. He has a maul, uh, sorry, not a maul, a mace attached to um, his uh, waist at the side. He's completely shaved and has a uh, tattoo of some sort of script going from just above his eyebrows right to the back of his head. Has a bit of a goatee as well, with uh, dark brownish hair. As he looks at the pair of you, he looks at you a bit quizzically for a moment. He goes, We are not expecting you. Well, I wasn't expecting to be here either, David. But, of course, someone looks at Handrel, decided to speak up. Uh, we will cry some help. And I'm hoping that the Crimson Tongue is feeling really nice today. Um, I can see if she will give you an audience. That would be most helpful. Do you want to? Do you want to tell him? Absolutely not. Okay. Oh. Based on previous uh, encounters with him, uh, it would probably not be wise. Oh, sad face. You wouldn't want to save his sister. No, he threatened to kill you if I brought you to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we are metagaming this. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it doesn't really matter because Sophia doesn't know it. And, 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 and I technically don't know it. Obviously, Tommy's not here. So none of us, none of us are actually going to act on any of these actions. It's just interesting to... To see his reaction. Yeah, basically. But to... Yeah, no. Uh, knowing full well what happened last time, um, that you were even mentioned... I'm going to keep that quiet until I speak to the head lady herself. Okay, fair enough, yeah. If it works in her advantage, maybe he might have to suck it up and be a uh, good brother. He he <laughs> will have to suck it up because I'm pretty sure she will take his soul if she hasn't done already. So, you know, one of those. <laughs> As he uh, turns to leave, you hear him say, watch these two, and um, two people... That you've seen a few times before, Rogar walks through the door. They are wearing um, what looks like a dark leather armor and have kind of stylized uh, masks that are basically just designed to hide their faces. And they walk with this weird, almost juddering sensation, but also far quicker than you expect them to move. And they stand either side of yourself and Handrel in some sort of just basically stood there staring at you in a very creepy fashion. And I will stare right back. And David leaves. He comes back relatively quickly and looks a little terrified. Um, um. She, she says she will speak with you. You best make it good. Hmm. Come in. I'm just gonna, as we go in, I'm just gonna look at Handrel and just like give him this to have a fuck. <laughs> Make Handrel do all the speaking. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's his fucking idea. It might well be his idea, but I also don't want him to die. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got an idea. Okay. As um, you make your way inside, the temple looks very much like you last saw it, except there seems to be even more bodies 
lining the walls and ceiling, almost as if they've been hard at work. You see a few done in the typical stylized fashion where their jaw has been basically broken open and their tongue removed and it leaves this kind of like almost long stain of blood down their chest because they're otherwise naked basically. And as you walk through, kind of having those similar chills of, you're not certain if this was a good idea or not. And you approach what you remember to be the chamber that is effectively above the main ritual chamber. And you see the Crimson Tongue, much as you saw her earlier today, stood in the middle of this room with this purplish glow coming from the floor below. And you see just past her the giant sort of open... If you were in the ritual chamber, it would basically be like an open ceiling. But from where you are, it's almost like a hole that goes down. It's like a giant uh, a giant um, circular gap in the floor. She yeah. looks at you and beckons you to walk closer. I'll walk closer, but can I do like a perception to see if she seems in a good mood or not? <laughs> that... Uh, that would be an, I guess, an insight. Okay. Is she smiling? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yes. She she might be just smiling maniacally. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Smiling's not um, necessarily a good thing. With what, what's what, what's in the eyes? A <laughs> uh, twenty-one. Nice. Ooh, tasty. Twenty-one. <sighs> she is a difficult one to read and. From what you've seen, she hasn't attacked you yet. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. This is as good a sign as you're going to get, I think. Yeah, Look for the big dude. Oh, he's there. He's stood yeah. off to he's one not side. Cloaked. He's not cloaked or anything. No, he's just stood there. Probably yeah, about he... 20 foot from her. Yeah, he, he doesn't speak, and I don't really want to piss him off. Absolute um... unit man, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, just leave him to his own devices. I would. Say, yeah, we think he's a unit, um, and then there's herself. Uh, well, I'm guessing she's not like strapped. Uh, well, I don't know, but she seems to control him rather easily. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so... but, but what, what, what I mean by by him being a unit is he he's he's the brawn and she's the um, mental and magical power. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll approach like I did before, still being confident in. Obviously, I know what I've done and I know what I can do. And I'll put it to her. We have an issue. I w- I just. I want to know if this is part of the plan or not. If it's not, what can I do for her to help me get Sophia back? You want the little Landron girl returned to you? Yes, I believe that, you know, as you've said, the Whisperman has a plan for all of us, and I can't execute his plan if I don't have everyone. She looks at you, harshly, and goes, Plans can change. I want to know why, after I was very clear that I do not need to be involved in your fuck-ups... You're here speaking to me. Begging for my help, even, when I'm not even sure you have anything to offer me. So, first things first. I think a little demonstration is required, so that you understand 
the pecking order around here. She points at Handrel and casts Feeble Mind. And Handrel needs to make a saving throw. Uh, an intelligence saving throw. Oh, joy. Oh, Not a smart man. No. With a nine. So, first things first, he takes... Uh, oh, wait, sorry. Rolled the wrong dice. He takes 13 points of psychic damage. And his... Well, you watch as Handrel has these pulsing blackened veins seem to climb up from around his throat and push into his flesh. He begins to quiver and drops to his knees and almost stands, sits there staring at you kind of slack-jawed. It, for a moment, he doesn't seem to move at all, and then he almost puts both hands on the floor, almost in a, like an ape or monkey-like way, and looks at you kind of confused and scared. Okay. So, again, being, well, attempting to be steadfast in this situation, saying, look, I'm more than aware that you're more powerful than me, you have more favor than me, and, you know, yeah, you're right, we have fucked up, you know, this is, this is our issue. And yeah, I am asking for your help. At the end of the day, if you don't want to give it to me, then that's fine. I'm willing to give you something, but without knowing exactly what you want, not really sure I can do it. Make me an offer. Can I metagame this a sec? <laughs> well, we, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to allow it. <laughs> what you're gonna allow me to make her an offer? No, I'm gonna gonna allow you to metagame me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, the 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 question's for the DM, really. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will allow you to meta a little bit. Right. Offer her me. I don't know. Well, that is my first thought. Although I'm not saying that I'm necessarily go with it or whatever. Or well, if it, I have that any we choice, we all die. Yeah, if I don't have a choice, I'm not too. Sure, I. Well, I don't die. I'm not here. Um, yeah, but Later. by association, you know. And my idea is, it's I either offer you, I offer her Solara, or not that I'm 100 percent sure I'd be able to do it. If I took out took out a guardian on another plane. I am the daughter of a wealthy noble. That's got to have some pull, surely. Are you are you wanting to give yourself to her? Um, I'm not there, so. I mean, I mean, yeah, but you you that that's 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 an option to you, is it? I'm yeah, just I'm just it, just just just, just these, want to gauge gauge a feel of. Well, these are the three ideas. The only other person the, there's uh, the, there's there's three people I could offer their fealty or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I say look, they'll follow you. Just like Handrel does, just like Handrel did, yeah, they'll do something for you, prove themselves to you, and they'll follow you. Or I offer to, whether I can, take out another guardian and give them another plane. 
I mean, you you could offer a me, but I don't think she'd go for that. I don't. I'm already I'm already already take taken. Yeah. Um, you could tr- you could offer a Sophia, but Just I know cause... I know Sophia will, won't go for it because Sophia's already stood up to a god and or some kind of being and basically said I'd rather die. Yeah. So, Which is the worrying thing. Yeah. So or, I don't think. You but I mean, you, you you could you could offer it, with, but you you've got no we've got no guarantee. And if we displease her by Sophia rejecting it, she'll kill everybody. She'll kill everyone. We could try and like talk me round to it. Well, I think as you ponder your potential offering, that's a good place to end. Uh, I think I, I was I, I was, I was kind of hoping you would actually, so we have a little bit of time to have a bit of a think about our options here, because um, is... or, or else we're going to be here for like an hour, and everybody who's listening to this pod yeah. is going to be bored out of their minds. We go over and over this, and someone's going to be screaming, going, "Why don't you just do this?" As we completely obliviously ponder for hours. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after this comes out, if anyone has any ideas, please tweet Rogar. Let him know. <laughs> yeah, or tweet, Tommy, or tweet Sophia. Just don't tweet the main account, although he will see. <laughs> I see all. Slip into my DMs. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Slide into his DMs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please do. Any any ideas at all? We are we're not stuck, but we've got a few options, and none of them seem hugely appealing right now. Is this like where everyone writes into Sherlock to say how he survives? Yeah, and then we make an episode about all the things we could have done. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. If you want your ideas broadcast on a pod, please Contact write in. At. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that a bit in a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that leads us nicely onto this. Thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope my players enjoyed the problems set before them no not really mm. i'm not sure if i ever enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're, uh, you're not the person to ask no, no, <laughs> uh, well i hope you'll all return next week as we find out just what they're going to offer the crazy cult beneath the city to get their aid while tommy considers he's done a great job getting uh, someone else on his side yeah, it was pretty straightforward, to be honest, for me. Yeah. <laughs> I rocked I up just, with you, bro. At no point did Rogar want to do this. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, like... no, no, but yet, yet again, we've listened to the DM. <laughs> yeah, why is that? <laughs> That's a fair point. Hey. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's trying to lead us down a way that he wants to help that... us. No, he's not helping us. I'm 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 purely thinking that that he's 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 not trying to be DM versus players. No, although sometimes it feels like it. Maybe it was a hint from Handel that you could talk to people and maybe go for some help. Not necessarily the help he suggested. Oh yeah. well, well you we, live we, and got, learn. We, did, we did get some help from yeah. outside. I mean, Tom, Tommy might be having a bit of a think where he is now about maybe anyone else who might want to give us a hand. Um, well. and he's got a little bit of time, so he might. If he's in a if he's in a useful area, go and see somebody else. But we'll yeah, see. Possibly. However, Handrel now has an intelligence of one and a charisma of one. Sad yeah. times. He was never very charismatic or smart, but I mean that's taking the piss. It's a little bit. <laughs> oh well. So yes, if you enjoyed the episode and want to talk to us or tweet my players, you can find me at, at @treasonno, or you can find them at at their character names GTMP at the end of it. 
and I will hand you over to these guys to do their own little goodbyes. Uh, yeah, so if you've enjoyed hearing my voice as much as I enjoy hearing my voice, you can find me on the Lost Art of Podcasting and the Lost Art of Wrestling podcast. Their next episode coming out will be The Undertaker's Streak of matches one to five. Uh, hopefully dropping sometime in March leading up to WrestleMania. You can find them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcasting and at LAOW Podcast. And if you fancy meeting me, maybe one day I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. And every single time we carry that on, but we don't need to. No. <laughs> you, you know where it is. Go. Go. Enjoy the food. Have fun. Uh, yeah, if you want to get more of me as usual, you can't. Because this week, I'll be racking my brains to think up some way out of the mess that we have yet again found ourselves in. And I'm sure we'll think up a really good plan and it'll all be scuppered within about the first five minutes of the next episode. So do tune in to enjoy that. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by the letter O, such as obituary, like you will hear Sophia's in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the fact that it also includes the word bitch, which was used a lot in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, pretty much. Well, again, thanks everyone, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next week to find out what happens that's uh, goodbye from me and goodbye from everyone else I think oh, yeah and it's goodbye from him goodbye <laughs> goodbye. Bye. bye bye bye